Welcome to Grow Up, the audio show gracing your ears, hosted by me, Jacqueline, and me, Taylor. Now that we're grown, we reflect on growing up, glowing up, and look at different industries, ideas, and people that need to grow that F up. We're talking back and looking forward to a future that feels more like honey, led by people with a lot more heart. We serve up our pop culture analysis, real life talks, and future forecasts, making predictions based on trends, sometimes data, and always our intuition. We're here for a good time, so buckle up, and thanks for being a part of our community in the chaos. But yeah, so I was doing some honeymoon planning. Tulum was really the only... I was going to say... I mean, say, I thought of going to other places. What were, like, the top contenders, if you had, like, a top three? I'm planning to take, like, mostly the week before the wedding off. Yeah, to prep. Because I just can hardly fathom working I know. the week of my wedding. Like, that I always think about that. so weird. And if I go in, like, what am I going to do? Yeah. And you, like, have Talk shit to, to... You, like, have shit to do at home. Yeah. It won't be too bad, yeah. I think. Because if anybody out there is planning a wedding, I, like... 10 out of 10, 100% recommend a wedding planner. If you have time, <laughs> maybe you don't need one. If it could be like your full-time job to plan your wedding. Yeah. I believe that what we're getting out of like having this wedding planner is a wedding that if I were to do myself would cost me twice as much mm-hmm. and it's going to look twice as expensive than if I did it myself. Score. It's a lot to do. Like, all the DIYs and stuff I've been seeing on TikTok that's, like, I'm over being, like, a DIY bride. Find a place that you like the way that it looks. Do kind of the minimal amount. And do you remember when that was, like, a big thing, being a DIY bride? Like, what the aesthetic was for weddings then? It was Southern Porch, like, a mason jar full of twinkle lights. Mm -hmm. On Pinterest, that was the main aesthetic for weddings. It was very much... This is in our backyard. Yeah. The sort of vibe, which I'm not hating on it, but I'm saying that's a lot easier to DIY. Yeah. I had a whole, <laughs> like it makes sense. I had a whole Pinterest board dedicated to like the 2014 wedding DIY aesthetic and I just deleted it. I just was like, Same. this was me influenced at a time where I didn't even know what I wanted. This just isn't the vibe. But you're right. Burlap and lace with twinkly lights in a mason jar yes. is a lot easier to DIY than like the current wedding trends. I would love to do a wedding yeah. trends episode. I've thought about that. Oh, Like what do we do think the wedding photos are going to start looking like? Like even the overposed shots of like lean in and laugh. Yeah. There is like a little bit of that still, but there was a time when it was like peak cringe. And I think we're stepping Mm -hmm. away from it a little. Well, you know, I've been deep in that for at least the last year. So happy to talk, but just to touch on it for a second, but like what's happening in the wedding industry is this shift. I feel like we're still shifting away from that aesthetic. And I've found as someone who, you know, I wasn't, I haven't been planning my wedding. Obviously I've thought about it my whole life. Okay, (laughs) I've had Pinterest boards for many years, but as an adult, I thought I wasn't going to get married until I was 40. So I'm not like super into the original, like classic wedding aesthetic. Mm -hmm. And so I've, Everything on Pinterest was, like, so hard to find something that felt like it was fitting for me. And I think we're, like, seeing a shift away from a lot of the traditional, but we're kind of, like, still establishing what the next wedding aesthetic Mm -hmm. is going to be. And I think, obviously, there's going to be, like, different styles, you know? A good classic white and green wedding is still always going to be popular, but... 
There's going to be subgroups, you know? Yeah. I think about that with bridal parties too. You're having kind of your people at the wedding, but you're not having like a designated bridal party with Mm -hmm. like the roles and the walking down the aisle and stuff. And in my mind's eye, I kind of think that's what I would want too. And I was mentioning that, I think at work, and someone was like, oh, wow, no bridal party? I'd never heard of that. And to me, I kind of thought it, I was like, oh, my friend's doing it right now. And like, I see it on TikTok all the time, but probably the majority of people getting married right now have a bridal party. Um, Yeah. But I do think that like smaller weddings, especially with COVID, people are seeing what other options look like. And I do think within like five years, it'll be a lot more the norm to not have a big bridal party. Yeah. I think that and also the cost was a big thing for me. I was like, yeah. I don't really care if my friends are all wearing the same color <laughs> or dress, you know, and to like make them go out and buy that mm-hmm. instead of like something they could potentially either rewear or and already have in their closet or like something they want to wear again. Because I know most of the people attending my wedding are out of town. I'm like, that's already enough. Yeah. <laughs> Just to get there and be there for a few days too, because if having out of town wedding if people are just coming in for a night like that could be really expensive for them to pull off just for a night so but yeah we should do an episode about it yeah a wedding industry so this influence she's not an influencer i don't know this gal i follow Girl online <laughs> content creator influencer witchy genius that i follow and talk about probably way too often <laughs> but uh, she just recently announced that she's expecting she has a podcast too and i'm like I hope you guys talk about it on the podcast. And she's like, oh, I don't want to be that gal that just ends up like a mommy blogger. Yeah. And it's like, well, your people want to hear about your experience in this. I feel that way about wedding planning and stuff sometimes, which. Yeah, but there's a a place to do it, Mm -hmm. you know, and we could maybe have wedding themed episodes or episodes that are about something in the wedding industry without being a let's deep dive into every aspect of Taylor's wedding episode. You know what's a really interesting cultural phenomenon though? (laughs) What? The show Four Weddings. Oh my god, I was obsessed. (laughs) I was obsessed too, but it made me nervous because I feel like Four Weddings is like the first wedding show that I watched or first type of any media related to weddings where it actually showed like really realistic weddings Mm -hmm. and i was like oh my god (laughs) honestly i can't remember a wedding that i watched on there where i would like oh my god i hope my wedding's like that and not to be shitty or to shit on anyone's wedding situation anyone's dream wedding but just there's something about a hotel ballroom that i can't not see no when the carpet is some crazy pattern and there's like a bar mitzvah next door and half the people here have probably gone to like a business conference in this ballroom it just doesn't give the wedding vibe but even more than that a hotel ballroom that's like 20 grand just doesn't quite vibe to me no and the wedding industry venues can suck because obviously cost so much just for the venue sometimes they have vendor lists that you can only use those vendors and then they're like yeah you get to be here for six hours that includes cleaning up and setting up i'm like yeah six hours that's over a thousand dollars an hour and then you have to go and use just their food vendor i'm like i did not like that i wanted a la carte everything yeah well and i have a friend who for her wedding 
it was like flat fee. Here's the vendors. We have like one of three people you can pick for food, one of two people for pictures. And that was exactly what she wanted. She was like, bing, bam, boom, wrote one check. My wedding's taken care of. They'll check in with me the week before. And you know, there's a price for convenience. I think that's worthwhile, but sometimes you just might not end up with exactly what you're wanting. Yeah. For me, I was either custom wedding, and if I can't afford the custom wedding that I want, we're eloping. Yeah. (laughs) In probably a different country. Yeah. (laughs) Destination. But anyways, I'm excited. I have a few other things that I wanted to talk to you about today. Okay. Maybe you noticed, or maybe you didn't, but we decided to go back to bi-weekly Every other week! (laughs) We figured you all wouldn't mind. We came to this conclusion because we were looking at analytics. It seems like when episodes have more time in between to listen, it just gives you guys more time to digest, listen in, tune in. We can also go a little bit deeper on the conversation on Instagram, but we're definitely not going anywhere because we love the podcast and if you couldn't tell, we love to talk. (laughs) (laughs) Jumping back in. It's Leo season. Yeah, baby. And what does that mean for you? My life is full of Leos. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so... Who's a Leo? My dad's a Leo. Mm. My other best friend, Taylor's a Leo. Arizona, Taylor, is a Leo. Joshua, my boyfriend, is a Leo. Whoa. And then my brother is a Leo Virgo cusp, so he's like mid to end of August. Whoa. Lots of Leos. Lots of Leos. What's it mean for you? It's just the season to just be. Mm-hmm. Just be there existing and to let everyone else take in your presence. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm feeling for the season. I feel like this is not a time to set goals. Okay. I'm no astrologist. All right. I listened to a couple astrology podcasts. All right. And I have an app. Do you have a co-star account? I have co-star for the entertainment of it, but I have the Channy Nichols app. Mm-hmm. For the deep dives of it all that I pay eleven ninety nine a month for. Jesus, wow, it. she's committed. Yeah, it's worth it. She has a book too, okay. and the podcast. I do all three, but then I also listen to this other astrologer, Maddie Miller. If you remember when like that quiz going around on Instagram got all big, that will tell you your top three or your big three. I don't Anyways, think I it was a trend thing. Okay, Rihanna is launching Fenty hair. <laughs> Oh, this is like the news that I felt was important to share with you. Kim is launching Skims Swim. Relaunching. Relaunching. I Um, guess they sold out the first round. There's still some swim available on her website, so I don't understand. The relaunching, closing down one section, closing down KKW Beauty to introduce Skin by Kim. Yeah. It's just like creates this cycle of. Like turn bye, and bye, bye because you feel like it's going to go. Yeah. That's what the limited edition colors too. But some of her stuff, because I, I like some of the skims that I've bought so far. The hotel collection, I would tell everyone to pass on it. FYI. Okay. <laughs> um, color wise, like she has neutral colors as like seasonal colors. When is yeah. white ever? Like, yeah. I guess white could be seasonal. Okay. But black, like when is black ever a seasonal color? Or it's like, like a that slate gray. Core colors, yeah. you know? I'm like, come on. Yeah, I mean, it's all marketing, which in a way it's like you have to Mm -hmm. respect, but also know that most consumers don't have the time to like look into or be aware of all of this and they just see some of it. And I signed up 
actually on the Skims website to be alerted when the Skims dress comes back because there's one dress that everybody says is so great. The long sleeve one? I think there's the long sleeve and there's also a tank top. It's whatever one yeah. that when people are like, if you check the website, it's sold out. I signed up to like yeah. be alerted when it comes back I want in that stock. dress too. I have my own thoughts and feelings about my body and I <laughs> like the idea of a compression material dress. Thank you. Um, I feel yeah. But now with doing that, I'm like signed up for their newsletter. So I'm getting every single thing. Mm -hmm. Also, Mm -hmm. I don't know if we called it on the podcast, but Taylor was correct in saying that Skims is going to move towards active wear. And I don't know if we talked about this, but I'm down to take a fucking corner and talk about it (laughs) because Taylor guessed that Skims or here, I guess you can say it. I voice noted it to you. (laughs) Oh, that was it. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think I don't think we talked about it on here. Okay, but. Yeah, that was my prediction because there's not like Kardashian Jenner out there right now that has been like emphasizing their activewear line. Good American has activewear. I'm sure there's some sort of like Kylie and what's her Macy's face? collection that like has leggings. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, Ken- or Kendall and Kylie at PacSun, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was like, you know, I think they're going to go for activewear because on this season, there are a lot of scenes shot in their gyms just working out in general. I was like, that's where she's going to be. In like sports bra, lifting gloves, different pants. Yeah. It's very, it's kind of like a vibe. I would say that they have their own little gym aesthetic. It's like home gym, Calabasas gym, their high, high waist black leggings and black sports bras. I've been going to the gym kind of regularly and there are definitely the girls who look put together and they're all black sets. And I feel like it's a Kardashian aesthetic. It's a motivator for me, honestly, when my work outfit is fire. Yeah. But I'm like, damn. And all black is such a classic. You know, it's like stupid to say that the Kardashians came up with all black, but it is their vibe. But it is their vibe. With Taylor's thought, there's a lot of talk right now, trend forecasters saying that 80s activewear fitness is going to come back around. Think like Jane Fonda, think Pilates, think Jazzercise, kind of this idea of like a toned woman like i remember terminator sarah connor she has like great arms great shoulders that's very 80s so if kim's getting on this trend the recent swimwear very toned bodies country club if you don't know what we're talking about go on the kardashians instagram and look for the poodles they're gorgeous pictures honestly yeah but that with an activewear line not loungewear not athleisure activewear Full-on compression sports bra status. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense for her business to do that, but, you know, I think I have great ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else is on the list? In the activewear slash shapewear universe, okay. um, Aerie launched an anti-shapewear shapewear. <laughs> oh, interesting, because I think that was kind of the tactic for Lizzo. I know, and it's also interesting because they went super bright colors like Lizzo, Lizzo did for... Oh, Aerie did too? Mm-hmm. Like their campaigns are very similar. Lizzo is more baddie vibes, where Aerie's more yeah. like, I could be in high school at the State Fair vibes. Yeah. <laughs> You're like... 14, what your mom buys you to wear under, like, your homecoming dress. Yeah. And honestly, that's, like, my problem that I have with Aerie sometimes is that it does just feel very youthful. It's giving what, like, Victoria's Secret Pink used to be. Yeah. Well, and I think because American Eagle kind of is teen, but 
in a way it's like, well, it's jeans, like everyone's going to wear jean shorts. So you can kind of not think about it too much, but when you're like buying your underwear, it feels different. And mm-hmm. I had a similar feeling with Victoria's Secret, the actual Victoria's Secret. And it was the idea of like how sexualized it is. And then it's weird to know that it's kind of like the sexy brand. And then like me, 28, picking out a thong with like a 14 year old, like we're both vying for the same drawer. And I'm like, well, this is weird. Or I don't know, like 16 year olds <laughs> who go in with their boyfriends, like weird thing. I'm like, I don't want to fucking interact with this guy. Like I just want to buy my underwear in peace. Yeah. Do you ever wonder when you're in those situations what this person is thinking of you right now? Because, like, I know what I thought of adults when I was a teenager. And, like, I still have a hard time identifying as an adult. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm sure to other people much younger than me, they probably have no problem categorizing me as an adult. So, Oh, my gosh. I have the great music festival encounter where this girl was like, everyone here is really old and was, like, talking to me. And I was like, shut the fuck up. You 21 year olds, like I'm yeah. not old. I was like, "Are you high right now?" I was like, "I'm cool. I'm cool. I can hang." Like, why are you talking to me like that? And I kind of thought the same thing too. Like, I remember being 22, being like, "Damn, I'm not 21 anymore." When I was 21 and I went out, I was like, "Oh, I'm the youngest one here. I'm the hot new thing on the block. Like, check me out." And now That's that I'm kind of like, how you want to feel on your 21, I would think so. Yeah. And there definitely is a little bit of knowing yourself more, being more comfortable with yourself, but there of like being 28, like Josh turns 29 in like two weeks. Like that feels crazy. Are you turning 29? Are you 29 right now? No. This year You're 29 in October. Mm -hmm. Um, But you're getting married right under the radar. (laughs) 28. (laughs) But there's something about me still feeling very much my age, feeling like I'm growing and learning, but there is something weird about knowing that people think that I'm like old or too old to be places. Yeah. She was like, music festivals are for young kids. What are I you know. doing here? I know. I have a, a new intern at work and she's 19. <laughs> and oh, wow. Yeah. So I just wonder what she thinks of me. <laughs> I'm just yeah. curious. <laughs> yeah. Like the don't perceive me thing. And sometimes I don't care, but I have little episodes where I'm like very overwhelmed by the idea of people knowing that I'm existing in a space. I don't know. I know. I just went out for my cousin's 16th birthday. We took her to Oregano's, which feels like a very 16th birthday like place to go. But I did have a little bit of a feeling of how is she looking at me right now? She said she just got her driver's license. And I was like, oh, do you like Olivia Rodrigo? And she was like, not really. And I was like, all right. Is that already um, not cool? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not like obsessed with her either. I was just like checking in. We had like talked a bit. And then I asked her, well, if anybody was coming in town, someone's coming in town for a concert, who are you buying tickets for? And she was like, Taylor Swift. For a 16 year old girl, I thought they were a similar place. Same. But I was like, hey, Taylor Swift's more my gal. And I have seen her in concert. So like we can vibe with this. <laughs> there you go. My interns got really excited when I mentioned I knew who Young Gravy was. Oh yeah? I just saw them on TikTok and I'm like not quite sure if it's a joke or what the joke is. Young Gravy? Yeah. Not a joke. It depends on what context. I'd have to Yeah, right? It's like little Dicky could be a joke. He's like social commentary. Yeah. 
Young uh, Gravy or Little Dicky or both? Little Dicky. I don't yeah. think Young Gravy is that philosophical. <laughs> Social commentary. <laughs> <laughs> I, but maybe he's on his way. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, there's layers. I just think he's so funny and he's kind of cute. All right. Next time he pops up on my FYP, I'll take a moment. He has that to Betty really... song. I like that Betty song. Yeah. That one's fun. I think it's called Betty. God damn it. Something like that. I feel like I sound uh, old. <laughs> Anyways, back to underwear. Getting old? Under- oh. <laughs> underwear. <laughs> Aerie, what do we think of anti-shapewear shapewear? It's like fine, but I feel like there are some things that are trying so hard to be in their specific category or have their label or have their stick. Basically just like undergarments. It's like coming back to the world of like wearing a slip. Yeah, like, I just don't think it's as tight, but the shapes are very similar. <laughs> I think there's a place for liking something to, like, suck you in, snatch you a little bit. Should we be worried about certain wrinkles or if you can see our belly button in dresses? No, but do we live in a society? Yes. So you got to do what you got to do. And I do think there were times when I was younger and I was wearing a certain dress or whatever. And my mom like straight up bought me a girdle and it was uncomfortable and it like had boning and it was just what was in Macy's and it was probably what her mom bought her. And so I think there is a place where truly like you're going to homecoming in the airy for teens realm. You're like wearing a dress and you need something to wear under it that's not volleyball shorts. So you get anti-shapewear shapewear. But the name I think is a little nah. I don't know what exactly they're calling it, but it was basically that's the gist. Yeah. So maybe I should look it up. Smoothies. Damn. Oh, that's... Oh, I did see that. I just scrolled right past it. So, like, does it smooth me out? This thong looks too tiny to smooth anything out. Okay. Wait, I love this picture on their website. Look at that. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Is that Barney? It looks like it. Barney from behind. We'll never know. (laughs) Barney from behind. It also is, like, very 2000 nine like layered tank situation it's a lot of neon 80s and yeah and like i think when i was in high school like when we were in high school sorry taylor you were there (laughs) when we were in high school i feel like there was a lot of neon and i would wear the double tank top for sure Oh, yeah. In 2009, boys were double popping collars for sure. I, I would buy them in two different sizes. So one was Me too. bigger. Like a, like a small and a medium. So it could be like slouchy. Yeah. Or you could pull it really long. Yeah. So the, it would stick out underneath the other one. Yeah. That was the style. But yeah, I mean, I don't understand the concept of this. It's just underwear. It's nothing different. <laughs> Yeah. You know, back to the branding and marketing thing, I guess. Wanted to hop on the trend. Forget shapewear. This is you wear. Whoa. Tell it to him. Wouldn't you wear be like naked? Also, I don't know how a string mesh thong is smoothing. That's what I'm saying. That's not even covering the fupa area. That's like... Yeah. That's doing I don't nothing. know. Not to be a hater, but I'd say in a casual way not impressed oh and honestly so i was buying parade underwear for a while i went through a phase mm-hmm. and this line very much reminds me of everything parades doing they have a mesh thong like that you know it's like a moisture wicking that's seamless material that brands mm-hmm. have for underwear i am tired of that fabric i hate it at the moment i'm having a real full circle moment 
with that fabric because they always kind of slip. They don't feel comfortable. This, that, and the other. And then I was like, who cares if people can see my underwear if they're looking that hard? I'm not worried about underwear lines. That was kind of it. Is I just decided I'm not going to stress myself out over underwear lines. If people are like looking that hard at my ass, there are other questions to be asked. Mm -hmm. But now I'm like, I don't really love the look of underwear lines. And now I literally just went out and bought a whole bunch of no-show underwear because I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I feel you. Aerie does have a couple of the no-show, I don't know what line it is, fabrics that I like where they're like a bit more heavy duty. But this material where it's very slippery-like, mm -hmm. you know, first of all, sometimes if it's not sized appropriately, it doesn't make a line, but it just cuts your ass. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm like, okay, yeah. well, I don't have a line there, but my ass is smushed on one side. <laughs> yeah. And I have not been a thong girl for a long time. Yeah. And I'm kind of coming back around to thongs, and it's for this I exact like reason. Because I went with I feel this, like that's the tea, honestly. Right? I was going with this no-show fabric, but now I hate it. I literally got one pair, and they were red. But, like, when I took them out of the package, this looks like a shriveled up balloon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wear this yeah. sad rubber balloon right now. No. I've, Latex, no. I, it doesn't feel like a nice material. And it's not, like, it's synthetic. It's all plastic, you know? So I'm going back to cotton. This brings up another thing we have not talked about on this podcast but has affected women and a woman on this podcast specifically, the period underwear recalls in class action lawsuits. And I don't know true. if you guys have heard about this, but the thinks, nicks, any of those underwear that you've seen that the idea is that they're like your period panties, that you can sleep in them, spend your day in them, and that that's your protection. There's a lot of women coming out saying that from things as, you know, noticeable and as instant as lumps and bumps in their bikini area to years later, their period still being affected and some like long-term health problems too. Yeah. What do they call them? Like permanent chemicals or something like that? I forgot what they they're called but I feel like it's like a chemical you know when non-stick pants used to be mm -hmm. like really bad I guess they're still kind of sort of really bad go yeah, get a green pan ceramic coated I digress <laughs> they have some sort of like chemicals I feel like they've done a good job of keeping this on the DL because honestly mm -hmm. I don't know if I would have heard about this issue and it's specifically with Thinks and Nicks if it didn't come from you Oh, yeah, really? I don't think it popped up anywhere. And there's many people in my circle that are promoting period panties, you know, like I follow influencers oh, wow. in that realm. And then there's one specifically that works with, I don't know if she's currently has anything with them, but the bird's papaya, she's mm. a big mm -hmm. body positivity influencer, but she's always had done partnerships with Nick's. And I feel like she's still doing them, but I don't, I don't know. You know, I just haven't heard about it a lot. It's the same sort of material that their underwear is made of. It feels oh, very yeah. similar to this material. That like wicking. Yeah. And it's really weird. They're pretty low profile as far as period underwear goes. Both these brands. Mm -hmm. I went on a saga a couple years ago and I bought a lot of different period panty brands and tried them out. And Thinx was the first one I tried. I didn't like them, to be honest. NYX, I really liked, but now this came out. And so I 
think I only hold on to like two pairs and it's only because I actually wear them and I'm like, these are so expensive. <laughs> To throw them out. And they were sold out for so long too. I mean, that's part of that hype marketing. There's a limited stock. So you're like checking back, checking back. Like I definitely went onto their website to look to buy them several times and they were just completely out of stock. So, I mean, I would have a hard time letting them go too. Yeah. So I hold on to two, but I think there are just better brands out there. One that I like right now that definitely is not as low profile. These you could wear under stuff. I would feel better wearing them under like a loose fitting dress. <laughs> they could feel a little diapery, but they're <laughs> the company's called Period with the dot mm. at the end. And they're way cheaper. I think they're like nine dollars a pair, which is basically oh, what wow. regular underwear costs. Which is insane. insane. I'm so annoyed with how expensive underwear is, but yeah. I know. Me too. Where is everybody buying their underwear right now? This is now what I this whole episode's about underwear now. I went on a huge thing with underwear like two years ago in 2019 because I had similar feelings. I would be okay with buying just like a pack of underwear but the thing is going to Costco and just like buying a pack and I have done that and that's like where a lot of my like comfortable underwear comes from but like they could be cuter. There could be just little adjustments made to like the legs, the hips, there could be better size options. The bands around your legs don't have to cut off your circulation or around your hips don't have to be so awkward that you have lines all day. Mm -hmm. I think little things could be done and I don't think it needs to be $9, $10 per pair of underwear. I know. I found recommended packed apparel for underwear and they're like oh, sustainable okay brand that makes basics and they're organic cotton and i was gonna buy but they're also kind of pricey like a pack of five is like 68 dollars see that's crazy and like you do just need like organic like I know. natural cotton or i mean organic i meant to say just cotton but just like natural cotton underwear mm -hmm. i keep it simple though the touch the feel the fabric of our It's like that's hard to find. I know. WTF. Next thing on the list? <laughs> or do we have more underwear to talk no, about? No, I do have, I think, another thing. The app Be Real. Do you know about it? Mm, I want oh to talk to you about Wait, Be Real. Have Aerie and Be Real done a collab yet? Because they obviously need to if they haven't. Oh my gosh. That's like their, their shit. If only they listened to this podcast. <laughs> have you seen the girl on TikTok who gives like free PR advice? Yes. Or like campaign advice? Yeah. She's really good. I always think about stuff like that, too. I've seen a lot of stuff about how influencing is, like, a woman's game. And a lot of the big influencers and the people who have kind of made being an influencer the role and title that it is, is, like, because of women on social media. I do think that a lot of women have unique ideas of, I mean, believe it or not, of how to speak to other women. <laughs> and right. I always love the marketing dissect what's going on in the world of business, like TikTok. Yeah, me too. So you've heard about it. Back to be real. Yes. What do you know about it? You know how it works. To my knowledge, it is a social media app <laughs> that 
promotes you to be real. So you'll get a notification telling you like, hey, it's your time to be real or share a moment, be real, whatever it says. And you'll open your phone and it takes a picture of you facing you. It'll take a picture on your front camera and your back camera at the same time. And then it's like you, what you're doing in the moment and where your space is. So the idea is that you can't put on a full face of makeup or set up all your lighting or face tune. It's just you right now. And if somebody postpones and is like, oh, I can't do my Be Real right now, you'll get a notification of that too. So it's supposed to be like very of the moment what you're doing. Not an app for cheaters. <laughs> Ooh, true, true. <laughs> but I don't like it. <laughs> okay, why? Um, it seems like, it doesn't kind of remind you of like the new Snapchat. Like Snapchat was supposed to be yeah. like an in the moment thing. I don't like that it gives you a time to post. Do you remember when HQ trivia was a big thing? Oh, yes. my God. People would, like, all stop at the same How time to do the dystopian trivia. is that? Like, yeah. we're all logging in at the same time. Being stopped. Oh, and didn't something tragic happen? Or, like, the host of HQ Trivia, like, died. Am I making that up? Honestly, I have no idea. Bear I, was think- <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, did I just imagine this? Because there's a guy I follow on TikTok, and he does the TikTok 10. The TikTok 10, and it's 10 quiz questions. And I was like, there was another social media online trivia game. And I was trying to think of what it was. Yeah. I was never into it, but I remember all my coworkers, they would all like stop. And and you can win real money, but like the most ever saw anyone won was like $2.50. (laughs) I think that happened. You'd get a text and it was like $2. And I was like, wow, worth playing. (laughs) It was so weird. So like the fact that that's what our phones are doing is like Mm -hmm. queuing everyone to do the same thing at one time really just freaks me out. I mean, all social media apps have created a habit, you know, but this is just a little next level for me. It's funny. I just think about the social media platforms that have like fallen along the way. I remember there was one called like Path or something that people would like set up their little path and it was like your path rather than your timeline. And that was the first one that I remember seeing where you'd be notified if other people came to check your profile. And so it was like, ooh, who's seeing what you're up to? Mm. And then like Clubhouse. We hopped on Clubhouse for a quick minute. Vine. Vine. Vine was like hot. It was hot. I feel like there are some that kind of come and go, but I feel like Vine really had Okay, we need to do like a ghost of social media's past episode. And like really dive in. We're going to do that for you guys because I know you want to hear it. This is the podcast bringing you the info that you want to know. I watched a three hour analysis video of Glee seasons one through four, and I'm like chomping at the bit for part two. So if the people want an analysis of social media of Ghost Pass, like I'm happy yeah, to bring we it. Should. I would I feel like I wanna know. Last item on my list for today. It's just okay. a comment. I love reading things in the media and how they talk about people on TikTok. TikTokers. Like all of us. We're just yeah. all the same. Yeah. The, the TikTokers. TikTokers are into this right now. The people on TikTok. It's just always one group. And I just think that's 
really funny. The hive mind, in a way. Yeah, but, like, it's not even um, true, because how many subgroups is agreed. are there? <laughs> There's so much that I don't see, that I don't agree with. Oh, but the uh, one thing I am really into on TikTok right now, Ricky Gourmet. Oh, my gosh. I it was like, this guy's going to blow up. I think I sent you his thing, and I was like, TikTok is really pushing him right now. But he is really He's funny. so funny. I love his summer slang. My favorite's being, that's G's J. That's God's job. <laughs> that's God's that's job. That's G's day. <laughs> <laughs> and instead of saying bye, we're now saying ciao mama. Ciao mama. Ciao, mama. I like that. So I like cute. That. I had something I'd like to bring to the pod. Mm-hmm. Just a thought. Something I've been feeling, experiencing. I have been feeling self-conscious about the pitch of my voice in like little ways. I don't even know if self-conscious is like the right word, but I think it kind of is because like all people, you know, my voice has like a couple different octaves. Mm -hmm. If it's first thing in the morning, I sound one way. I voice messaged you this morning and my voice literally changed over the course of the minute voice message. Sometimes when I'm excited, I like talk really high and there've just been a few times where I've been conscious that my voice is in its higher register or whatever. And I'm feeling like I'm being in the realm of like talked down to, belittled, thought of as small, not even in like a malicious way, but just in like, oh, she's like a little woman with like a high pitched voice or even more so like, oh, she's like a young girl with like a high pitched voice. And now that I'm like 28 and I feel like I have knowledge and power and independence, I just feel like I can stand on my two feet a little bit more than when I was like 19. And just that I that people are like giving me a second glance because they think I have a little mousy voice has made me second guess myself. Yeah. I was never self-conscious of my voice until someone that I was working with over the phone. And this was just last year told me that I like sounded young. I don't think that's a bad thing. But okay. Also, like, yeah. you're going to treat me differently now? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I kind of am. Young. This guy, though, also bothered me. He was younger than me. And he said that. And I was like, oh. Yeah. See, and, like, that's the patronizing thing of it. Like, that's the belittling thing of it. I've always been told that I sound young or that I sound cute. A manager Mm -hmm. at work said that I sound like a Disney princess in a way that, like, I think he meant as really nice. (laughs) But in, like, the same week, my manager told me that I sound like a Disney princess. And then I went to the bar with my boyfriend. We like went to a restaurant. We sat at the bar and I was like laughing about something. We were just like joking and having a good time. I was like, ah. and I plopped down on the bar stool. The bartender looked at me and was like, what can I get for you? And I said my beer and he was like, I need to see an ID. And the way he said it was just like, don't try and pull one over on me, young lady. And I was like, fuck off. So weird. Like, dude behind the bar and he didn't id my boyfriend which you know whatever we're like literally the same age he though, has a so beard gonna id one of us you might as well ID both. <laughs> i know which like that's the whole thing of it justin gets id'd and i don't and he's the one with the beard so <laughs> <laughs> i wonder why that is that doesn't make sense well you're not ordering drinks <laughs> true, so much true. right now so you know maybe that's why Jessica gets id but it's just been an interesting thing and i just thought talking about it on the podcast also knowing that Elizabeth Holmes, the Honestly, dropout, she, came to mind. she purposefully lowered her voice to be taken she more seriously. Like and that was more the thought of, 
And that was more the thought I had is, should I be conscious enough to ensure that I'm speaking down here instead of when I'm getting so excited, I'm like talking up here and I'm like so animated and like more nasally. Maybe I'll be taken more seriously if I like change the tone of my voice. I mean, probably, but isn't that fucked up? And people are just gonna judge it anyways. The perception of us, you know, it's just gonna be swayed any sort of way. And like, that's why I've given up on dropping the likes or the just and the ums from my vocabulary it would be great but like that's a conscious effort i'm not trying to go through that just because you think i sound dumb when i say like too many times i think you need to like get over yourself (laughs) sometimes i i worry too much about like the way i'm being perceived or the way people are taking me in my voice like being a great example of it but also knowing that my voice what I talk about, no one thing is who I am. So that's kind of how I'm getting myself to step back. But, and I'm sure there are so many people who do so many things to like be perceived more respectable or powerful. Like men wear lifts in Mm -hmm. their shoes, you know, men wear lifts in their shoes. Like maybe women consciously talk deeper, but I'm ending my thoughts saying that I'm going to choose my Disney princess mousy voice and we'll see. At least you don't sound like Michelle Wolf. Well, I said, I asked Josh, I was like, is it ever shrill woman? And that's like her joke is that everyone calls her like the shrill woman. And Josh said no, so. But then again, think of Fran Drescher. Iconic. All around. I know. Iconic. 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 So. Mm -hmm. And people always say they know it's me, but it's it's a lot more interesting than not having your voice. Yeah. I'm like Ariel. This is my voice. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't want to hear me continue that. Jacqueline can't. <laughs> that's it for me. No, Do you have anything that's else? That's the show. Talk to you Bye. later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, besties. You can follow us wherever you listen to podcasts or watch our special video episodes directly on Spotify. Oh, and make sure you're following our socials at growup.pod. Join our email list, too, to make sure you never miss an episode and to stay in the loop on all the cool stuff we're doing. You can find us online at growuppod.com. Remember, that's grow without the O. We do this all for you and just a little for us. So thank you so much for being part of our community in the chaos. We'll see you next week. Bye, Taylor. Bye, Jacqueline.